Domarigato. Welcome back to Sci-Fi Watcher episode number 275. Glad you could join us again this week. I'm Corey Charette. Joining us is my friend, Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, what's going on? Hello, hello, Mushmushi. How are you? <laughs> Japanese movies, so we figured do a little bit of Japanese. I know very little, and Brian amazes me that he actually took, what, three years of it, you said? Yeah. Three years. During of- high school. That's so cool, because you were over there in high school. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just pretty, pretty amazing. So, like, fun fact. So, we learned, I learned a few words, and of course, I don't know any of them now. But, and if I did, they'd probably be bad words. So, we won't get into that. Because <laughs> this week's movie is a Japanese film, and uh, we just started babbling about it before the show. But before we get to the movie, let's get to some news stories with a potential revival, Brian. Yeah, I think this is pretty exciting news here. So, at the latest Toronto Comic Con this past weekend, uh, John Rice Davies and Jerry O'Connor are potentially talking to NBC about reviving Sliders. So that that's a thing. Sliders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking before the show about shows being rebooted, and this is one I think is okay with me. Okay, now, did you watch the original? I did. I didn't watch every single season. Smart. But I, I did watch it. Smart. Very smart move. The first three seasons were on Fox. Um, very great. I enjoyed them. Season four and five went to sci-fi. And if you know anything about sci-fi, eh. and season five, Jerry O'Connell was not on the show. So wasn't it his brother? His brother was with him on the show in season four. And from what I remember, people can correct me. They want they were doing season five and they went to Jerry O'Connell and said, Jerry, um, you know, basically said we're kicking your, your brother off the show. We want you on the show for like eight episodes or whatever. And they said he said, yeah, I'll do it. But you have to have my brother on the whole season. And they're like, no. And he's like, well, goodbye. And I'm leaving. And then they just mm. created a new character where they merged his him and his brother into a new character called uh, Mallory. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And by then everyone was gone but Rembrandt. So it was like. Wasn't the same show, right? It, it it wasn't. I mean, I really loved that show. It was such a fun show. I almost think I want to go back and watch it again. Um, but here's the thing: let's 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 do a little geeking out. If this is, you almost have to kind of quasi reboot this show because John Rhys Davies died. Unless you pull another version of him from another dimension, that could be it. That's the only way you could do it. And- um. Yeah. They they could do that. Every day, they could just pull these characters out. Hey, we got him from this dimension. I mean, they could do that, or they can just basically kind of ignore that he died and just ignore seasons, like half a season two, three and forward, and just say, okay, so let's just yeah. um, I would love to see this. I mean, Davies says he's enthusiastic about returning, so. That's a plus for me right there. And Jerry O'Connell, I would just be like, ah. Uh. I mean, he needs some work anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hasn't done much in a while. Um, no, I mean, I, I love the original show, and I would love to see this again. And uh, uh, there's so much you could do with this, so much potential, you know, parallel dimensions and stuff like that. It's just But endless. NBC already had a time travel show, and it didn't last very long, so I wonder if they're scared about that. Yeah, well, that was timeless, and that didn't have any, any uh, following with it. This does, though. That's true. I mean, there is there is some material already out there on this. Plus, this isn't a time travel show. This is a parallel dimension show. So the 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 what if scenarios are are basically endless. But there are a bunch of parallel dimension shows 
out there. Fringe did it, you know. Yeah, it's been a um, while. Away. Yeah. Did it. It, <laughs> yeah, but they but they they don't jump constantly. Um, um, all the DC shows do it now. The multiverse thing. <laughs> you know, you're really starting to piss me off right now. <laughs> um, yeah, but this is different. I mean, this would be. But constantly. during the time when it came out, there was nothing else doing it. So yeah. Yeah, I mean this, and I, I still have a fond spot in my heart for this show. I I would love to see it. This would be something I would want us to t- talk about if it comes back. Okay. And NBC doing it, I mean, there'd be money behind it at least. And I don't know. It just it scares me when a major network does science fiction. You know. Well, in the article, it mentions they don't know who has the rights, which is kind of crazy. Because I think probably because Fox started it, NBC is broadcasting because they own sci-fi. So mm. it's like who th- there's still a question of who owns the rights. That's yeah. I, I bet you it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find out. And now Fox is Disney, so they're like, hmm, we could just do that. <laughs> they need something for their streaming service. Hello. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll go. I'll buy the streaming service. Put sliders on it. Sure. <laughs> oh my god um yeah I, I, you're probably right though i bet you i bet you the ownership is kind of be kind of a gray it's kind of muddy it's kind of muddy but still i would love to see this this is i don't know have we had any u.s science fiction shows revived not i'm, I'm not talking like next generation stuff like star trek have we had any sci-fi shows i guess charmed would be kind of in that category or something like that but yeah not really much. I can't think of any other. Ex- oh, fuck. Uh, uh, crap. Crap. X Files. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There we go. That's a great example. All right. That worked. I mean, as much mm-hmm. as I didn't like the way that ended last season. But, um, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. I want this. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Don't tease me. Just do it. Shut up and do it. Shut up and do it. If, if, even if it was signed today, it'd be like two years before we saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one thing is is for certain, strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Mm. It has been confirmed. It's been over a decade we've been hearing stories about this. August 21st, 2020, Bill and Ted's third movie called Bill and Ted Face the Music will be released, starring the original guys, Keanu Reeves, Reeves and Alex Winter. Wow. Long time coming. They look pretty old though. Yeah. Well, Keanu, well, first of all, in this video, if you watch, go to our show notes and look at this video, Keanu's got long hair and gray in his beard. It's like, he, he can look younger. I mean, you see the films he does. I mean, if he cleans up, I think he looks, he looks a bit younger. He's got good genes or maybe he's had surgery, but maybe. Alex Winter does not look good. No, he doesn't. But, what do you think of this? What do you think of bringing back these two rock and roll stoners? I don't know. Cause I, is, it's, is it going to translate for this generation? You know, all the old people that, that know Bill and Ted are going to be excited. All the people of this generation be like, huh? Okay. But here's the thing. Remember how Bill and Ted acted in 1989 and 1991 when the films came out? Yeah. Can you imagine those characters? 30 years later acting the same way in their fifties. No, I can't. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know how, I mean, they must have a good script. Cause I remember for the last decade, they've been talking about a third movie scripts have been floating around and stuff like that. 
Yeah. And I don't I don't know. It's we'll just have to wait and see. I'm I'm holding my breath until I see a trailer. Yeah, me too. I I don't know. But the fact I mean, Keanu is is a is a relatively popular actor, you know. I mean yeah. he, he still he brings in some good money, but the so the fact that they got him to come back to do this is a is already a a big plus. Another story I saw this week that they the guy who played Death, I forgot his name. Oh uh, he's um, gonna be back. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he's going to be back officially, but they're trying to write him into it. Oh my god, I can't think of his name. And th- I've seen him in so much stuff too. We all know who he is when you see his face. Like that guy. Yeah, they're talking yeah. about bringing him back into it too. Um, I don't know if he's officially in the script yet. From when I saw, they're trying to work him into it. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how this this goes. William Sadler. That's it, William Sadler. You you know him when you see him. I didn't realize that was him actually at one point because I haven't seen that film in such a long time that I read William Sadler. I'm like. He was death. <laughs> I'm like, no. Nah. It says confirmed in the story I'm reading. Okay, so he's confirmed, but we got a long ways to go before this comes out. So we he might not even make it on, into the film. It might be on the cutting room floor. But I'm excited, but I'm not. I'm I'm antis- I'm I'm anxiously waiting a trailer for, to make my decision. For all we know, we might, our minds might be blown and might might be like, this actually works. How did you guys make this work? Yeah. Did they do any comics or anything like that, that they contained the stories? You don't know? There was uh, two TV shows that came out. There Um, was? Really? There was the first one, and I'm trying to remember, was it 91 to 92, I believe the first one was. Season one actually had Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves and George Carlin doing their voices. Oh, an animated show, you mean? Animated show. And then it went to... Uh, a different production company. And then they got different actors to do the voices. And then after it went off the air, they did a, another show with those actors, voice actors playing them in, in live action. Wow. So yeah, there was a little bit of Bill and Ted outside of the movies, but did not know that. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, I'm excited because it's like part of our, our, our childhood is coming back, but I don't know how you could, develop quote unquote these characters it's itching your nostalgic bone yeah i don't know it's like it's like i i kind of parallel it to when beavis and butthead came back on television Mm -hmm. and and it's like these characters they don't they don't hold up over over the years you know they're they're the same characters they're just they're they're part of the time as we have said before they're just a part of the time i don't know i don't know if you can bring them to the 21st century they're gonna try I don't know. Well, Keanu Reeves is in it, so right there is a plus. I mean, I think this wouldn't have gone forward unless Keanu said yes. Exactly, yeah. So that's definitely a plus, and we will keep our eye on it. And it is official, according to Netflix, the show, and I'm going to always say it wrong, probably Neon Genesis Evangelion. How do you say that? Evangelion. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was so close. Uh, (laughs) They are going to release on June 21st all 26 episodes, as well as the movie's uh, True Death Squared and the end of the uh, Evangelion. Uh, <laughs> Evangelion. Yeah, you're going to say it every time we do it. Uh, so June 21st is going to come out, and we talked about it, and we are going to once a week review an episode of this show because Brian loves it, and I need to see it. Yes, he definitely needs to see yes, it. Yes, I need to see it. So you can get tell, tell Corey he needs to watch it every time you yes. see him online. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to review all 26 episodes in one episode. No, we're not doing that. No, you're crazy. No, we will stretch it out over 28 weeks with the movies and the episodes. 
and it will be interesting. And I'm excited to see this because I've never seen this and I've never heard of this until you brought it up like months ago. I'm excited. Oh, yes. So we will definitely check it out. Uh, you brought this story to the table in, um, about love, death, and robots. Yeah, I thought this was an interesting story. I mean, we're, we're watching Love, Death, and Robots now, and we're going to have an episode in the f- near future. But uh, I found this story where Netflix was testing out random episode orders. Uh, people online on Twitter were bringing up that uh, for each person, they were playing in different orders. Some people thought that Netflix was showing them according to their their sex. Uh and then it came out that no, Netflix said, no, we're showing them in random order. You know, this complete 100% random. We don't even know what sex you are, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they said here, we've never had a show like Love, Death, and Robots before, so we're trying something completely new, presenting four different episode orders. Netflix wrote on its Twitter account, um, the version you're shown has nothing to do with gender, ethnicity, or sexual identity info we don't even have in the first place yeah i was that that was my first question i mean they don't know who i am when i create an account mm -hmm. on there doesn't ask for your gender or anything so how would they even you know begin to guess that unless they go well you know you're watching a lot of chick flicks so you you could be a woman i mean that's the only thing they could do is they could extrapolate from your 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 viewing history but my thing is what is the point what do you think is the the marketing reason to do this you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's an ex- experiment to see if we do it in this specific order, people stick with it more often. You know, like let's say, hey, we'll, we'll put the shorter ones at the beginning and let's see if people stay with it longer and as compared to putting the longer ones at the beginning or putting the, you know, the, the space ones there. I don't know. I mean, they're probably trying to figure out how to keep the eyeballs on the screen the most, the longest. Well, I think it, I guess it popped this popped in my head. They may be trying to decide what is the best order, period. You know? Yeah. Because right now they put it in whatever order they want, but they're saying, like, if we put this episode here and this episode here, like you said. Yeah. And and I watched it. I watched part of it on the television, on my smart TV, I should say. And I watched part of it on the, the browser in my computer. And there was a point at the beginning there where, and I can't remember the episode, every time I'd play an episode, it would take me back to the, some episode I kept watching or had already watched. So I had like, mm. I, I got out of it and got back in. But when, but besides that, the order I watched it in was the order that they're shown up on Wikipedia. Yeah. That's the same for me. And how did you watch it? Which, which way did you watch it? I watched it all through my Roku Fire Stick. Okay. Or not Roku, Amazon Fire Stick. Okay. <laughs> that would have been awesome if you have a Roku Fire Stick. Um, <laughs> okay, because I'm just curious sometimes, you know, that's why I always ask you wh- how you watch it because maybe that could determine how they come across. Yeah, so I mean, so we both watched it in the order that they were, I guess, supposedly originally released or however you want to call it. But I feel like them doing that doesn't factor in a bunch of other environmental variables like hey i only have so many minutes to watch so i'm not going to watch it all you know right i mean and we're going to talk more about this in the in the episode when we review it but i do like the fact that they're individual bite-sized episodes you can watch 15 minute episode and call it a day you don't have to sit there and go well i need to see what's going on in the next one because they're not connected they're totally independent from each other but i can see where they can they can entice you to keep watching Mm mm-hmm you know, by putting certain 
stories together, I guess. Because, I mean, I was already hooked. I wanted to watch it straight through when I sat down. Yeah, me too. I, w- I was hooked right away because it was different. I mean. But you, there's some episodes that can drag, and you don't want to put those back to back, you know. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. There were some – there were, and, and, and personally, I mean, we'll talk about more when we do the episode. To me, the episodes that dragged that I lost interest in were near the end. Hmm. I was more yeah. into it at the beginning, and I and I watched it over three days. It wasn't like I just constantly sat there and I just sucked them all in in, in one sitting. So it, yeah, I don't know. I just it's 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 gonna be interesting to see what they do. And I, you know, what have been great is that they had like a random feature, so you can just like do like random the list, so you can just watch it any which way the system. Decides. I bet that's coming. I bet it's coming. I bet you they're gonna do that because something like this, you could do that. That would be so much fun. You could do it with Black Mirror as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That would be great. So, believe it or not, Supernatural, after 15 seasons, which will be the end of its next summer of 2020, is finally ending. Wow. Yeah. This is one of end those. End of sh- an era. Okay. First of all, this show, I think, is older than the CW. I think this is I believe the show started off on like the WB, if I remember correctly. Huh. Um this yeah. The show started airing September 13th, 2005. It started on the WB. That's how old the show is. Wow. The ne- it, that it, it is the longest running show then. It is. It, for that network. It it's it's yeah, it's actually longer than the network. <laughs> That's how long the show's been around. But yeah, after 15 seasons, the Winchester brothers are calling it quits. Kind of could see the writing on the wall. I talked to you about this. They were talking about season 13 where they cut back the episode count to, I believe, 20 because the guys are like close to or in their 40s now and they want to spend more time with their families. And they went to the, the CW and they said, uh, we want to do less. We love the show, but we want to do less episodes to spend time with our families. And they're like, OK, you got it. So the writing kind of was on the wall there. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's just a long time for any kind of series, and to keep people excited year after year, yeah, hard I, to do. It's a hard thing to do. It's accomplishment, though. Yeah, well, the show. I think the show, the original storyline was like five seasons. Mm-hmm. The original, like the one of the creators or one of the the writers or whatever, left the show after like season five and came back like at season nine. <laughs> it's like it's one of these shows. It's like, it's like you couldn't kill it. So the main one of the main guys, the Jensen Eccles, his name. He started at twenty six. Now he's forty one. Exactly. Wow. I mean, seriously, they were they were young. They didn't have family. Now they have kids. You know. Yeah. And they're getting older, and I I I understand why. And I'm assuming I, the ratings had to be slipping over the last few years. They had to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, and, I never watched the show once. Period. So, and 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 we were talking about this. The CW is is more of a, a millennial thing for the most part. It's more for the twenty something year olds. You got your yeah. you got your DC shows, but you got your your Charmed, uh, your like Crazy Ex Girlfriends, your your Jane the Virgin. Those those twenty something year old sh- shows. You know, not the shows for the people that wore twenty when it came out. They're called young adults, Corey. Yeah, young adults, millennials. Call them millennials, <laughs> damn it. So yeah, it's funny. As I posted this on on our Facebook page, and I said, 
I said at one point, I'm surprised the show lasted as long as it did. Now I'm kind of surprised that it's going away. So it's like, wow. I wasn't really a fan, so I can't don't have much to say about it. Watched a handful of episodes, so yeah. it, mu- it must have been good enough to last, you know, for 15 seasons and over 300 episodes. Yeah. All right, let's move on to this last story. And this story, I've seen this story everywhere. Let's talk about a high school drama club in Bergen, New Jersey, who recently put on a stage rendition of Alien. This is cool. This is cool. Check out the pictures in the show notes. The North Bergen High School Drama Club and actually put on a play about the movie Alien. And pretty good production value for a a play like this. Well, yeah, that's the thing that's that's interesting to me. It's like, first of all, you can't just do the movie outright. You have to kind of like tweak it for for a stage. I mean, there's a whole face hugger scene and everything that they have the video of for here. And I saw just the one video where uh, the aliens being sucked out of the airlock. Mm-hmm. That was still kind of cu- that was kind of cute. Yeah. Okay. Now, now here's my other question for this. I'm gonna kind of like piss all over this now. Um, did they get permission to do this? Oh, come on. That would be like, uh, they'd be in so much trouble if, if, uh, Fox were to say, Hey, can't do that. Because any, any drama production put on, you have to get permission to do it. You can't just go, Hey, we're going to do whatever. We're like Les Mis, Les Miserables. We're not going to do that. No, you can't. You have to get permission from whoever owns the rights to it. So I don't know. I don't feel like. What if they did it for free? Then there's no. I don't think they did it for free. How many high school drama clubs do you know do do things for free? They charge. They got to make money for doing their stuff. I still don't think Fox is going to do anything. No, if if this is done illegally, I think Fox is just going to or I'm sorry. I think Disney is just going to turn their heads. (laughs) (laughs) Just remember, Ellen Ripley is now a Disney princess. Just saying. That's right. <laughs> no, because I mean, if they were to like uh, sue them, the whole internet would just go nuts. Yeah, I don't think they will. Um, yeah. But they're probably like, this is awesome. Yeah, but they're excited. Now, if Disney's smart, they'll put together an alien play. So if someone wants to do it, like, hey, we got a script here. You got you to gotta buy it now. I wonder if they record the whole thing because I'd like to watch it. I would too. I really would. They need to do an encore and then record it. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, this this you know what this means now? This means that other drama clubs around the country are going to have to step it up and do something like this on their own. Something different. Well, it's just like another one doing another movie like Back to the Future or, you know. But Alien. Like that. Alien. That's that's totally out there. It is, yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, check it out. Check out all the, all the links and everything we talk about over the show notes at sayproductions.com/sci-fi-watcher. All right, let's get on to the movie here. This is a Japanese film called Before We Vanished. It came out in Japan on September 9th, 2017. And I'm not saying any of the names. It's 129 minutes in length. I guess it's two hours and nine minutes. And it is subtitled. And I brought this one to the table. And Brian is telling me I'm not allowed to bring movies to the table anymore. No, I think you've lost it. I've lost it. I was excited. I will say this. I was excited because we watched the um, that Chinese film that I can't remember the name of. Uh, yeah you know what i'm talking about that chinese film that i can't remember the name of wandering earth wandering earth i'm thinking okay let's watch we should try to watch other film like foreign films let's see what other perspective on science fiction there is so 
And I commend you for doing that. And I'm like, all right, this is a Japanese one. Let's watch it. It's something different. Let's go for it. And we did. <laughs> don't don't just kill like that. We got to do our, our full review. Okay. So, okay. So I'm glad there wasn't as much action as Wandering Earth because it was a lot easier to see what was on the screen as you're reading the subtitles. Okay. Um, Very true. The I, I like the idea that um, we have a few aliens on the planet basically getting ready to for an invasion and they're just collecting data before you know the rest of them come down yeah but it made it i mean there's no special effects next no. to none in this very little like at the end there is this is this is a low budget film low budget yeah low budget one camera kind of deal very heady topics you know mm -hmm. talking about conceptions and I wonder if that was a mistranslation. I kept saying conceptions, and I wanted like, you mean concepts? Yeah, that's the that's what I'm thinking that we're talking about too. Uh, it was a, I mean, but the thing is, you, okay, you start off literally with something grabbing a woman back into a house, and then there's a girl there covered in blood. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, this is awesome. And then the movie started. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what happened to all that? Where's more of that? I want more of that. And we never saw that again. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of like a men in black or maybe evolution would be the closest thing. I think so. Uh, I love the, I, I, the, then, then, then the concepts, I probably shouldn't use that word. The concepts in this film, I did, I did like, I like the idea that these, this alien race came in, they take over bodies Kind of like travelers, they jump. Basically, it seems like they jump into someone else's body and have their memories and whatnot. But they have to learn humans' concepts of things. They're, yeah, they, they have words, and they want you to think about the concept of that word, and then they steal that by touching your head. Right, right. Oh, what's family? Oh, you that is touch your head. Okay, now I know what family is. Like, okay, that's kind of interesting. I kind of like that idea. That was that was a little unusual. I think it was also a cheap way to handle sci-fi. <laughs> it really was. It really was. Um, you said that there was, uh, I mean, you lived in Japan for years. You said there was actually thing, places you actually know of, you have actually been to that were in this film. Oh, yeah. I mean, just there was a split second, like at 11 minutes where they, they showed the base that I was at. Mm -hmm. They drove by it. So a few things. And that's cool. A few things being a stupid American. I noticed that there were signs and. A lot of things that had English on it too in this movie. So I'm guessing Japan is has English scattered. Oh yeah, they the have English all over the place with with Japanese underneath um, because of foreigners and because they they learn a little bit of English. They know how to read English. Oh, wow. They may not know what they're reading, but right. they can read it. Interesting. So. Yeah, okay, because kind of blew my mind. I'm like, hey, wait a minute, that's English. <laughs> you know, I was just like, I'm expecting everything to be in Japanese and I understand well, anything on the screen. Oh yeah, they they have a a huge foreigner base. So right, that's that that was that was kind of interesting to learn. Um, the, uh, what did you think about these characters? I mean, I thought they were really cocky, like the one teenage boy. I wanted to punch him. Oh yeah. You know? Uh, the reporter was your stereotypical reporter to me, but he was, um, I don't know what the right word is, but he was like on their side. 
yeah. towards the end. That was just the weirdest thing. Well, he was like, I don't even at the beginning, he was kind of like on their side. Like, oh, you're an alien? Sure. Come on. I'll take you. Let's go. We need to find this girl. Even after the concepts of they're going to take over the world. And he was seemed like to get go along with it. You know, I'm just like, OK, I was thinking <laughs> I, I was thinking he was going along with it because you figure, well, if they're going to invade, maybe they will, you know, not kill me because I, I helped them out type of thing. Now, but they that, did mention that. Yeah. But why trust an alien? They're just going to kill you. Yeah, that's the thing. And why would they trust you? Yeah. You know, that's that's the whole thing. Yeah, and then you had the husband. Uh, I didn't write his name down. They kept saying like Shinji. Shinji, yeah. He's so weird in this film because he's an alien and you're just like, okay. And, and at the beginning, I'm like, okay, what's wrong with this guy? Why is he so weird? Why is he like spacing out and he can't walk and what's going on with him? I'm like, okay, that's kind of interesting. But then like- okay. I mean, he was the he was kind of the embodiment of the alien because of what his mannerisms. The other two didn't really act like an alien. Yeah, they it seemed like I think they were here longer than he was. Oh, okay. I think they had, was- they they had grabbed some conceptions, and he hadn't grabbed enough of them or any at that point. It seemed like because because mm-hmm. remember the cocky kid he he grabbed all the conceptions out of those out of his parents, and they were basically like just empty bodies. Right, and he also and the other girl I don't even know what what she grabbed from her from her folks, but she just killed them off. Yeah, that was just to the extreme. Yeah. So that's why those two seem more quote unquote normal than the rest of them, than the other guy. I guess so. Maybe he was the last one to get there. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, this, this story kind of dragged in a lot of places. Too mundane stuff. Why two hours? 90 minutes they should have gone at most with this. And it was, it was, and and then, and the Shinzi guy, it's like, he's always passing out in fields. It's like, like okay, mm-hmm. his wife looks for him. He's 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 laying down in a field. Another time, he's laying down in a field because a dog bit his face. It's like, I'm like, okay, this is just, this is stupid. <laughs> and and then and the funny thing too is when they would grab some of the conceptions from people, like from that one guy. Remember he went to that one guy's house, which was his father's house. And he's like, no, it's my house. You can't go here. And it's like, that conversation was kind of weird. But he grabbed um, possession out of his head. The word possession. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the guy was fine. But, no, he was changed though. If if we 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 meet him later on, and he's giving a speech about possessions, like we don't need these possessions. He's okay. kind of like acting out. He was acting out based off of him having possessions being removed from him. The concept of possessions, right? But then then you had Shinzi's wife's boss, who was kind of creepy anyway, giving her massages and stuff and. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then he t- he grabs the the con- conception of work out of his head, and then and he, and that guy's just going around playing and being silly, and it's just like, boy, it's talking. They about become extreme. an exaggeration. Yeah, they yeah. become exaggeration he, of it. Yeah, he became an exaggeration. The other guy, when he lost possession, was like, he was kind of like, hey, I feel good. Hey, whatever you did, thanks. It's like, okay, so it depends what you grab out of the person. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know. It was so. I mean, the movie was okay, but. I like the idea. It didn't grab me. The idea. I, I like the idea. I like the idea of grabbing the concepts from people. Um, but yeah, two hours and change is too much, mm-hmm. and the payoff was was just so weak. It was just like, oh, I mean, all the special effects were used in the last five, basically five ten minutes of the movie. 
Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and and then it didn't that even make poor sense. Honda Fit car. Yeah, and it even even that didn't make sense either. It's just like, well, yeah. it made sense. Are we going to spoil the, the ending or no? Well, the, this film is so good. Do you think we should spoil it? I I think we I think we can. I mean, I mean, the, I guess the, what they were saying at the end was, you know, the wife was saying, "Take my concept of love." Right. And this is the whole love conquers all thing. Right. So he got the concept of love, so he's going to save her kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I think in the end, he became a human. I think so. It's like they needed love. I think that was what they're trying to say. Yeah, and he became a human. The aliens didn't invade us. Um, And then he said he'd that, stay there forever with her. But she looked like she was out of it because she has no love for him. Yeah, she's yeah, she's just a shell of a person. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I will be with you until the end. And that's the way it ends. But they did this whole thing. The aliens are coming two months later. No, nah, it was called off. They rethought about everything and like blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there was a couple ideas that were good. The the, the weird thing with the, was the guy from the ministry who was saying it was a, there's a virus going on. Um, I like the fact that he gave the guy the GPS. He said, just turn it on if you need us. We'll come to you. And then, which I thought was a great idea, and I never thought of it, is the GPS was on the whole time. Yeah, that's smart. I was like, oh, wow, no wonder they could find you. And it's kind of weird. This gain of people, these this gain of guys in their black van just following him around and stuff. It's like, yeah, that's a little, little hokey. But they didn't explain what happened to the people because people were messed up. Yeah. Was it the aliens doing or something else? I think it was the aliens. I mean, I don't know what else to, how else to explain it. But they didn't explain it. No. The aliens didn't say, oh, yeah, we, we let loose this virus that makes everyone crazy. I, I think it was the aliens taking the conceptions out of people that made, that made people think. I think the, the virus was an excuse. They used that as a lie just to say that's why people are acting the way they are because of a virus. No, but I mean, you think that he – the aliens had touched all those people. It seems like it, impossible because we only see three aliens. So it makes you it wonder. Could have been more. Yeah, it makes you wonder were there more, but none of them bumped into anyone else in the whole show. And and only in Japan. <laughs> yeah, and only in Japan. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. It's only well. Then again, we've seen shows that are you know, whatever country they're in, that's what they're you know everything's centralized around. So. I mean, District Nine it would have been cool you know, to see like the other countries of the world with their aliens. Yeah, it would have been kind of, but that's so cliche as it is now. Anyway, we've seen that a million times. Yeah. Um, I think there's some great ideas here that maybe if this was brought to America, they would take the good parts out of this and make a hell of a movie. Yeah. Throw some action into it. This, this, you know, the whole idea of them taking conceptions out of people. I like and throw some action. In yeah, it. I, I like that concept. Yeah, I think that's a cool concept. I think it reminded me of ET the way they did it though, because you got the glowing finger. Right. <laughs> and it was a slow burn, and it never went anywhere. Yeah, I would not watch this again personally. No, this is not Wandering Earth. We'll go back to, but this is this is a hard pass in my book. Uh, scale of one to ten, what would you give this one? Five and a half. I'm going four. Yeah, it's it's not worth watching. It's there's nothing here to you could take away from this. Mm, yeah. Sorry. No. Sorry, not sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we did look at it, though. But that's it for this week's episode. I want to thank Brian for being here. Brian, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter or Instagram. It's Brian Says. And of course, as always, we're at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. Check out everything we've done. Uh, last week, we did our sixth edition of sci-fi shorts. Next week, we're doing the sequel to Skyline called Beyond Skyline. Uh, Wednesday, we have a new Orville. And Thursday, of course, we're playing catch up on Rick and Morty. So check all that stuff out at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. You want to get a hold of us? There's so many ways to do it. You can email us at sci-fi watcher at sayproductions.com. Or drop us a voicemail at 774-327-2948, 774-32-SAY-IT. And you can come and watch us live on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. That's 12 midnight UTC over at sayproductions.com slash YouTube. So that's it for this week's episode. And until next time, have a good one.